Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We are so excited about our newest sponsor, Monster Bass. Monster Bass is the fun and affordable way to get the best new baits from the fishing industry's top brands delivered to your door each month. A premium subscription fishing company that handpicks the best baits based on where you live and fish. No more guessing on which baits are going to work. Just leave it to the pros at Monster Bass. Basically, it's like having your own personal fishing guide. And it's changing the way bass fishermen shop for baits. They're quickly becoming the number one fishing brand of anglers everywhere. They've got the best baits from the best brands. And you're covered by the industry's best customer service. So if you want to catch bigger bass this season, head over to MonsterBass.com and use the code PANTHERS10 to get $10 off your first box. Sign up for Monster Bass now. Franchise players, I am your host, Desmond Johnson. I also host the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast with Tyrone Poole. You can find previous episodes of the Believe in Panthers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Just follow them on Twitter. Um, I have on the line with me right now, he is the host of Play the Bay, which is the all-sports Tampa Bay uh, podcast for Believe. Um, And I wanted to bring him on to... Actually, let me just reset this. Hold on. <laughs> You're good, man. <laughs> just hold on. Just You're good, dude. <clears throat> All right. Welcome back to Franchise Players. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, high school week this week is the state playoffs get into gear, and we've got two simulcast games for you on Friday night at 7 p.m. Uh, the defending 4A state champion East Forsyth Eagles will be taking on Grimsley, the number one seed in 4A in the Western region. That is at 7 p.m. Myself and Rod Funderburk will be on the call for that one. IMG Learfield Sports' Ryan Stone will be on the call for three-seed Glenn taking on six-seed Butler from out of Matthews. That game will also be at 7 p.m. You can catch both of those games at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. The Believe in Panthers podcast can be found on the Believe Podcast Network. It is hosted by myself and Tyrone Poole in season. Decided to throw some episodes out there as we get closer to the draft, and we decided to do a series on the other teams in the NFC South uh, to give Panther fans an idea of you know what the hell's been going on uh, in our own division, in our own backyard with offseason changes and things of that sort. So who better to bring on to talk about the soon-to-be defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers than Evan Bush, who is one of the hosts of Play the Bay, a podcast on the Believe Podcast Network that deals with all the pro sports in Tampa Bay. Evan, what's going on, brother? How you doing? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So I'm sure, of course, you are you guys are the only team that actually had probably a, a, a fun offseason, you know, celebrating <laughs> your second uh, Vince Lombardi trophy last year, running through the NFC playoffs and defeating the uh, then defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it's just starting off, Evan, what do you think is the biggest offseason move to date for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in your mind? I think getting everybody back is the biggest thing. I mean, no team has, has brought all 22 starters back, uh, I don't think, in the history of the NFL. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think the the biggest focus on the offseason was, you know, before they brought everybody back, was if, if they can bring some of the guys back from that defense. Because that defense really picked up the pace the the latter half of the season and then into the playoffs and of course the the ultimate Super Bowl win. So that was the biggest question mark was okay, who if 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 the Bucks are going to be able to pick who, 
who are they going to be able to, you know, throw money at? Who are they going to be able to bring back? And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, we got to bring back Levante David. We got to bring back Shaq Barrett, you know, and then the Bucks just said, you know what? We're bringing back everybody. So you guys just pump the brakes on being worried about who we're bringing back, which was amazing. Which so. is which has made Tampa, if I'm not yeah. uh, mistaken, the odds on favorite to actually get back to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. And if you want to put some money down on that, you can do that at <laughs> Bet Online. <laughs> they are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all your news, scores, and, uh, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet. It's free to sign up. Head over to the website at betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is Bet Online, your online sports book experts Evan bush on the line with me here from the uh play the bay podcast on the believe podcast networks chopping it up a little nfc south preview here we've got the nfl draft the 2021 nfl draft coming up here uh, less than two weeks man it's right around the corner um i gotta ask this question because everyone's gonna well these two questions because people want to know uh being a tampa bay fan how big to you was the culture change in tampa with tom brady and head coach bruce arians there uh compared to can you do like a before and after in terms of the way the culture was there? Because uh, I'm sure it was a big shift. I noticed it from watching yeah. from afar. Uh, you, you know, and I've been a Bucks fan since uh, since I was a kid. My first game was actually uh, in the old horseshoe when the Bucks wore their creamsicle, you know, uniforms and they played the Chicago uh, Bears. Yeah. I've been a fan <laughs> for a long time, so I, I'm used to the losing. And then, you know, when they won the first Super Bowl, it was you know it was um it was a long time coming, and then the losing happened again. And then, you know, the last, you know, five or six years we've had, you know, head coach after head coach, coordinators after coordinators. And then, you know, you, you get frustrated with what are we doing here? And that's the biggest question that we, I have always asked, you know, in social media. And then on my, on the show, play the Bay is, you know, what before, before the whole Tom Brady thing happened, which, you know, a lot of people thought was, would never happen. I, I never thought in a million years I would see a Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform. I, nobody did. And I hated the guy for a long time because he won so much. And now, you know, I love him to death. So um, <laughs> it, it's it's just crazy how, you know, bringing in not only a, a, a Hall of Fame, probably the greatest of all time quarterback can ultimately not only really change the culture of your team after for so long being just the kind of the laughing stock of the NFC South, but also – you know, changing the co- almost like the, it's the Tom Brady effect because not only did Tom Brady come to town, but the Lightning won the the uh, Stanley Cup final. They won the, the the Stanley Cup. The Rays go to the World Series. You know, obviously they didn't win, but they they went all the way to the World Series. So, oh wow, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 been a it's been an awesome time to be a Tampa Bay sports fan in this area for the for the past you know year almost a year and a half ever since Tom Brady came to town. So, yeah, going with that culture shift is you know. Nothing to knock Jameis Winston. I, I've, I followed Jameis Winston all throughout college when he was in FSU, and I've been a Seminole fan for the longest time. So, you know, watching him win a you know national championship with that team was, you know, it, I was really happy for him and, and the Seminoles. But, you know, and the expectations were high for him coming in. You know, he was going to be that franchise guy that the Bucks have always wanted to have as a quarterback. And, you know, we saw so many flashes of, of Jameis, you know, of his playmaking ability, but – it was just time after, you know, five years of up and down, up and down. The consistency wasn't there. The interceptions wasn't there, you know, and you can, you can blame it on coaching changes. You can blame it on, you know, he couldn't see, which, you know, to me, if you're an NFL player and you can't see going, coming out of college, but you've got a huge contract, you know, spend about $2,500 and get your LASIK done on, on year one instead of waiting on year five. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, it's just, you know, going back to that Tom Brady effect is when he came to town, 
it's now all eyes are on Tampa. And then it's like, okay, what is Tom Brady going to bring to this team? And obviously people want to bring, you know, people want to play with Tom Brady. That's why, you know, Gronk came back out of retirement. You know, Leonard Fournette came to town. You know, you bring, you're bringing these guys in and, you know, you know about Tom Brady. If you hear about Tom Brady in the locker room and on the field, he doesn't take any crap from anybody. So if you're not pulling your weight, he's going to let you know. And that's, I think that's one of the things that was lacking is the leadership, you know, accountability. Exactly. And for a while there, you know, with the, with, with the Bucks, with, with Jameis and the locker room was, I don't think there was a lot of leadership, especially when you saw him eat the W, uh, you know, before one of those games, that pregame speech was a lot of the guys were just looking at him like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, it, it just made him seem kind of like that still immature college kid. So bringing in a vet like Tom Brady, now obviously they had Ryan Fitzpatrick there, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is no Tom Brady. You're bringing in a guy that's won multiple Super Bowls, won multiple MVPs, and, you know, is a guy that's on a whole other stratosphere when it comes to, to being an elite player. So that's the, that's the thing that, that that culture shift was. Not only does he make, you know, this, this he makes players better, but he makes just makes a culture better, man. I think things started to taste better around Tampa Bay. Food started to taste better. You know, the <laughs> nightlife was better. It's just that Tom Brady effect bringing in there. So, yeah, it's. It's it's a fun time, man. I tell you what, you know, I hope he plays till he's till he's fifty years old. Obviously, that might happen. He's a vampire. I, I was going to say he might actually get there. I was joking that he. I yeah. was surprised he made it through this year, but with the you way know, the rules are, you can't really touch the quarterback anymore. He, he might damn well get to fifty. <laughs> whatever he has his diet with TB twelve, and I'm sure he's eating kale salads with Giselle's feeding him like you know <laughs> blood of blood of humans just to keep him young and fruitful. <laughs> whatever he's doing, I I hope when I'm his age, I'm thirty eight. I hope when I'm in my 40s, I look like that and can still you know, walk around without my back hurting, which does, you know, on a constant basis. So, yeah, I'm um, 43, so I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's great, man. And especially now going into um, this offseason where, you know, I, all eyes are on Tampa again. You know, let's see if they can go for two. It's, you know, if this, if this team can do it again, which, you know, Look, you've got a fantasy football team right now in the books. You're bringing in so many pieces now. You know, you bring in Giovanni Bernard, which you signed a couple of days ago. So that's a, a passing back, which you've kind of lacked here for a while too. So it's 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 good to be alive in Tampa Bay, man. I'll tell you that. Let's okay. So let's start right there with the roster stuff because you guys have yes. a stacked roster. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and yeah, I'm shocked that you guys were able to bring back everyone uh, that, that started last year. Uh, people tend to forget that, you know, Leonard Fournette was a top 10 draft pick like three yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't that long ago when it was the same draft of Christian McCaffrey, you know, and, and that was the, the argument up here in Carolina. Should they, you know, spend it on Fournette or spend it on McCaffrey? That wasn't that long ago. And, right. you know, for him to be the, the starting uh, tailback for Tampa, it's just a fortune that I don't know they even thought would even happen when they started, you know, bringing in Brady and everything else. Let me ask you this, though, because I'm sure it's crossed your mind at least once or twice over the past day or so. Odds we see recently retired Pat's wide receiver Julian Edelman in a Bucks uniform before the end of the 2021 season. Where would you, know, you place those odds? Well, you know, that's kind of funny. <laughs> you brought that up because we actually talked about it last night on the show. Oh, um, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, Anything is possible now, especially with with Tom Brady and 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 this is what we we kind of discussed on our show was, you know he's he's had those conversations already with Brady and Gronk. You know he has. Yeah. You know he's he's probably they've probably both have called him up. They've probably got on a Zoom meeting together, and they're probably you know trying to pitch this to him. Okay, you know what? Hey, listen, you you're retired now, quote unquote. But you know if we can make it happen, we would love to have you come down here because look. He could probably still play. I, I, me personally, I would rather sign Antonio Brown 
over Julian Edelman before, you know, if they're going to bring back, uh, you know, a slot receiver like, you know, Julian Edelman is because he's been hurt so much in the past couple of years. I think, I think at this point in his career, he, he should retire because I, it, to me, it'd be a waste of money. Obviously it adds depth and he's probably not going to play, you know, you know, a lot of snaps like other guys would, but I just think you could, you could allocate your money somewhere else or maybe, you know what, maybe don't even bring back Antonio Brown or Julian Edelman, uh, Edelman to to the team this year, but you know the chances are if 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 Gronk is saying sixty nine percent, which you know Gronk is just you know a, a funny dude as it is when he's saying sixty nine percent. I would say I, it wouldn't shock me if if Edelman came down to Tampa because what 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 better way for him to come back? He's playing with his boys. They're gonna go for another ring. You know, it anything's possible. I, I would it would not shock me if he if he came down here for like you know a little bit of money and just just to want to you know go for another ring. Yeah, because I mean, my understanding is that I, I guess the Patriots would have to sign off on this because they they did that with Gronk to a certain yeah. degree. I think, and I, I can't remember if Tampa had to send them some sort of compensation or how that worked out. I don't really remember the details, but in order for Gronk to be a free agent, the Patriots had to basically release the rights to him. I would assume they have to do the same thing with Edelman. Right. And I thought I'd saw that the reason why he was retiring is because he couldn't pass a physical. So yeah, that's the main uh, reason why. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's a, you know, a red flag for me too. If you can't pass a physical, then, you know, how are you going to be on the field? So, and yeah, yeah, I think it's the same situation as Gronk with Gronk. They, I think they gave them the pats, like a late round pick for Gronk for the rights. I think, yeah, I believe you're right. So, yeah. uh, follow Evan on Twitter at lbushman07. Uh, you can follow Play the Bay uh, at Play the Bay TB. Um, I, so, you bring everyone back. So, it kind of makes it uh, a different situation going into the NFL draft for you guys because it, it almost feels like you don't have a whole lot of needs. But, right. of course, there's always some sort of need that every football team has. What do you think with all the re-signings of everyone coming back to try to run this back again? What do you think are the biggest draft day needs for the Bucks going into 2021? You know, that's a great question. And, you know, that's something we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. And we're, of course, going to be leading up to the draft, you know, talking about what the Bucks should do. I say they should trade out of the of the 32nd pick. I think they should trade out, you know, have some, you know, have a team say, I want to come back in and give a give them the give them the 32nd pick. But if if they were if the biggest need for for the Bucks going into draft day, you know, interior offensive line comes to mind. Um you know, Ryan Jensen and Alex Kappa are both free agents next spring. Um, Alex Kappa did go down with an injury. Um, <clears throat> I think Aaron Stinney is coming back as a, as a, he's a returning backup too. So having that flexibility at the center position to help guard would, that would be a big thing for them to address because, you know, you've got to, you've got to protect Tom Brady. So that's one of the needs I, I would think they would look at um, in the draft. Maybe, um, Defensive line too, you know, and Dominican Sue, Vita Vea, Will Golson, uh, Rakeem Nunez Rocha, uh, Roaches is they're all old guys. I know Sue is like 34. So, you know, getting a boost of, of some youth in the, into that line would help them out too, as well. It, it, it's kind of where you're the Bucks are going into a draft where they don't really need, they have needs, but they don't have a need. You know what I mean? Because they hmm. brought everybody back. So if I was Jason Light, and Bruce Arians, I would just kind of look at a dartboard and go, you know, I'm going to throw a dart and see which which position we should go after first. Now, <laughs> I, I know a lot of people are saying maybe the Bucks should go after running back, but you know, really? The, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just trust, signed Joe Bernard. Oh, yeah, trust me, a lot of trust me, a lot of people were saying Bucks should go running back, but to me, you know, you've got Rojo, you've got Fournette for another year, and then you got Keyshawn Vaughn. 
uh, who's still developing. You know, of course, we don't know if LaShawn McCoy is going to be coming back. And now you signed Giovanni Bernard, too, as well. Yeah, I don't think you need a running back. <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> like, don't. You got, and I'll, you trust you got to stop being greedy down in Tampa bro, Bay. It's like all the players. Where are you trust going? me, a lot of people were saying <laughs> we should, we should uh, sign a running back. And I think, you know, with that, no, man, the, you got to remember, the Bucks are now in a win-now mode. They're not... They're not looking to build toward the future anytime soon. I mean, obviously, it kind of depends on what happens after this year. If the Bucks win another Super Bowl, or if they get close to it again, if they make a you know a deep playoff run, it, it kind of all depends on what Tom Brady does. Because if Tom Brady says, "Okay, you know what, I'm done after this year," you're going to see a lot of guys go, "Okay, well, I'm a free agent. I'm going to probably go somewhere go ahead else." And bounce, yeah, yeah. So that's that's something that I think the the Bucks will have to really kind of think about. Is okay, we've got this final year in Tom's contract. Uh, you know, they did extend him to, to age 45 to free up money, but it's like we ha- they have to they have to prep for the future. Well, I think they will probably not this coming year, but the next year, it, depending on what happens. But it's just the draft this year is just kind of weird for them because they don't really need to. I mean, I mean, you could say they could draft a quarterback this year because who would take over, you know, after after Brady loses? I mean, it's not going to be Ryan Griffin or, or Blaine Gabbert. Certainly not. Right. So um, <laughs> so it's it's to me and this is a, a huge hot take is I've always said. Once Brady leaves, you know, Aaron Rodgers is so mad up in Green Bay, he can come down and, and, and fill in for Brady once Brady's Ooh, gone and be the next quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Say, goodness gracious, that, that thought has never even crossed my mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, it it it, it sign the signs could, could point down the Tampa Bay where you'll see a, a quarterback by the name of Aaron, that bad man Rodgers, come down and take the place of uh, Tom Brady when uh, Tom Brady, you know, sets I, off in the sun. As a Panther fan, that would infuriate me. <laughs> like if that went down, like I don't even know how to contain the anger. If that, if they went from Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers with all you, man. these, oh my gosh! Like I feel my 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 blood boiling just thinking about the possibility. I, dude, the the way off. the Bucks Bucks accountants are with the with moving money for free agency and just squeezing out every little penny. And I know Aaron Rodgers has a huge contract, but they can make it happen. Let's let's do this. So real quick, uh, outside of Tampa, what team in the NFC South worries you the most as a Tampa Bay fan over the next two or three years and why? None of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm listen, I'm going to be candid with it. I mean, none Yo. of them really, they don't scare me at all. I mean, yeah, none of them scare me at all. I really don't. Hey, you're being real. I mean, yeah. I appreciate that. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean because with with the Saints, you really have to decide who's going to be your starting quarterback. Is it going to be Jameis? Is it going to be Taysom Hill? With you guys, you know, is it going to be Darnold, or you know, is is, is he going to be competing with Teddy Bridgewater for the starting job? Are are you guys going to let Bridgewater you know talk to other teams? Or are you guys going to keep him around for? Yeah, for no, game? they they gave him permission to talk to other teams okay. uh, late last week. I do not expect Bridgewater to be on this roster when we get okay. to opening week. Um, there, I think they're going to probably end up shipping him off to Denver. For a late mm, round pick, uh, to, to kind of compete over there. Um, I just, I, you know, honestly, I, I don't think that the the Panthers are out of the woods of drafting a quarterback still at eight. Like I feel like one of those quarterbacks is going to fall. I'm kind of thinking it's Justin Fields. So if Justin Fields is still sitting on the board at eight, I Ooh. think the Panthers are going to run to the podium to, to take him. And then with Darnold, they haven't signed his fifth year extension yet. So really, it's almost like a one year kind of prove it type deal. If they sign the fifth year extension, then yeah, they'll owe them like eighteen million dollars. But if they don't, then all they're really giving up are the, the the second and the fourth for next year, and they'll get one of those back when they trade Teddy. So it's kind of a 
wait and see because I'm not completely yeah. convinced on Sam. Uh, I do think I. he's not and great I, over Teddy, but and either, either I said this too when when the the you know the trade happened was you know it, it almost because we were we were kind of debating okay does this make them make you guys better I was like well it's almost as a stalemate because I don't think Darnold's as good as Bridgewater and vice versa so to me there was no win win in this trade at all you now you know Darnold. Is coming down. I think Matt Rule had, um, you know, had had really scouted him before, you know, taking a job in in the NFL. Yeah, he interviewed. Yeah, interviewed for the Jets job. Yeah, so you know, so he brings kind of the quarterback he wanted if he took that job with the Jets. But I, I, you guys have so much other areas to to really improve on. Oh, I agree. That, <laughs> I mean, just, you know, bringing Sam. <laughs> hey, well, I see all all these people on Twitter. Oh, it makes the Panthers so much better. I'm like. It, well, if Sam Darnold needs time to throw the ball, he's not going to get it, man. Like yeah. the O line there, yeah. I, so, I mean, skill position wise, I'd put Carolina's skill positions on offense oh, yeah. up with almost anybody. Like I Definitely. like what they have. I um, love your guys as wide receivers. You guys have a great yeah. wide receiving core. It's, it's you guys got to have somebody to throw to, and that's the that's the only issue you guys have. Yeah. And now with Sam, I will say now Teddy is super accurate. He might be the most accurate quarterback in Panthers history. I think he threw like seventy percent on the season. The problem is he only throws it five or ten yards. Like he right. doesn't go deep at all. Sam can throw it deep, so that's kind of the difference there. If Sam can just be you know 60, 62 percent completion rate and gets the ball downfield to Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, I'm completely happy with the switch. Uh, yep. I was just totally over Teddy. Like I, at, by the end of the year, <laughs> it was just like. What are we doing? We it's like Groundhog Day. We keep running the same thing at the end of the game where Teddy's got the ball in his hands. It's up to him to make it happen, and he fails. And he finds a different way to fail every single week. And it just got to the point where it's like maybe with two or three weeks to go, it's like you know what? Don't bring McCaffrey back into this nonsense. Let him rest. Just finish this out, and then we got to get Teddy up out of here because like this just didn't working. And Right. Lo and behold, uh, David Tepper and uh, Matt Rule and all those guys apparently have been feeling the exact same way. So that's how <laughs> Sam Darnold ended up in Charlotte. But again, like I said, I think they might draft a quarterback also if there's one on the board. I can see that too. They yeah, sent people but... to Justin Fields' pro day, his second pro day uh, on, uh, on Wednesday. So I think it's still out there in the open. Got to let you go because I'm right up against a break, though. But again, follow these guys at Play the Bay TV. <laughs> This is the Play the Bay podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Chopping it up with Evan Bush. You can follow him on Twitter at lbushman07. Evan, I appreciate you coming on for our tour of the NFC South, man. And uh, we definitely need to keep in touch and uh, hook up again during the season. Yeah, definitely, man. Thanks for having me on. We uh, What we like to do on our show is whenever we have a matchup with that team, we always like to have them on. That way we can go at it with, uh, you know, who's going to win the game. So, yeah, oh, we'll yeah, let's do it. When we, play, when, we play, when we destroy you guys. Uh, <laughs> I think we're going to surprise some folks. I think we're going to surprise some folks this year. So, we'll, we'll I am see. not. I am not one of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, your quarterback's still 43. So, eventually, Father Tom is going to be like, oh, whoa, I forgot that uh, – that dude yeah. is old. I need to bring him back over here with me, but I don't know when that's going to be. That could be another five <laughs> years from now, but eventually I assume <laughs> that that's going to happen. But yeah, we'll definitely do that. Just hit me up and uh, we'll definitely get that together for uh, for the season. Sounds good, man. Coming up here on Franchise Players, first round of the North Carolina State High School football playoffs begins this Friday. We've got two huge games for you. Joe Serrera from the Greensboro News and Record and Dave Pulaski from IMG Sports will be here with us to preview East Forsyth versus Grimsley and some other area games to note. You're listening to Franchise Players on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Support for our podcast is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source of high-quality wellness CBD products created by athletes. 
just for you. I don't know about you, but 2020 and the beginning of 2021 has been pretty stressful. That's why Just Live came out with their new CBD gummy line. They have six different flavors and functions, including sleep, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and vitamin C. Plus, they're vegan and low sugar. Just Live was founded by professional athletes Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, and Paul Rodriguez because they wanted to create a CBD product they could trust and could stand behind. If you need support with sleep, focus, energy, stress, or immune health, I highly recommend giving these a try. Right now, if you buy one of their new gummy products, you get one free. There are six different benefits to choose from, and instead of just choosing one, visit JustLive.com and use code SUPPORT to buy one and get one free. Buy one, get one free, the new gummies line with code SUPPORT at JustLive.com. That's buy one, get one free at JustLive.com. Use code SUPPORT. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.